So if we have a, a, a strand of dormant wealth, our money's not going to be very expansive in our life, in our businesses. But if we actually come into using healing modalities like light language, we can actually take these codes and filter them into our cellular DNA, which expands our cells, which allows ourselves to receive more, which allows ourselves to connect with the vibrations of money more. Welcome to the Truth Alchemy podcast, hosted by me, Ella Sang, truth embodiment coach and a magical multidimensional being. This podcast is your portal into leading your truest and most beautiful life and brand, where you are all of you. Together, we play in the realms of purpose activation, unconditional self-love, truth embodiment, mindset, emotional intelligence, multidimensional online branding, kundalini yoga, spirituality, embodied leadership, manifestation, energetics, and so much more. This is an expansive space for coaches, healers, leaders, heart-led entrepreneurs, and spiritual seekers to remember who they really are, what they are capable of, and the life that they are here to live. So, Open up that big, beautiful heart of yours to receive potent codes and transmissions that'll activate you into your next level. Let's play. Hello, divine human being. Welcome back to the Truth Alchemy podcast. Ella here, Truth Embodiment Coach, and super excited to bring another juicy guest interview for you today. So it is my deepest pleasure and just greatest honor to have on the podcast, the beautiful Melissa Bates. Melissa is one of the most divine human beings I've ever met. And she also happens to be my light language and quantum healing mentor. So fun fact is that Melissa and I actually recorded this episode about a month ago And after our conversation, I just felt so activated. I was like, I need to work with this woman. I need to be in her energy. And so fast forward five weeks later, I think, here we are. So I'm really excited to share with you our conversation where we talked about so many delicious topics. The first thing is light language. What is light language and how does it help us to heal and activate? And Melissa also gives to us a beautiful divine transmission of light language so that you can receive it and feel it in real time. We chatted about the importance of your divine soul mission and how do you really live in alignment and in union with this divine soul mission and with your human existence. And then we jumped right into the juiciness that is the embodiment of wealth. How do we deepen our embodiment of wealth through ancestral healing, through movement? And how do we integrate powerful money practices in our daily lives to radically transform our relationships with money and to create and attract more of it? So a quick intro for Melissa. Melissa is a high-level divine quantum galactic and angelic healer who has a passion for empowering women within their life, wealth, musical careers, and businesses. She's been in the coaching space for over four years and she loves to guide females to heal the internal in order to rock their external, remember their soul path, 
activate their divine spiritual business and gifts, manifesting the heck out of their dream life and so much more. She opens her space to expand and support leaders all around the world within business, music, healing, spiritual expansion, and beyond. And she truly feels that each individual on this earthly plane is infinite and has the ability to create and own their desired life. Yes, a thousand percent. I love that so much. And so with that said, I'll let you dive on in into this conversation, like get a notebook, get a pen ready. There are so many juicy codes in this conversation. Like, honestly, I felt so activated after this. I was buzzing and was like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to take on the world. Melissa has that effect on your energy. So I hope you enjoy. Make sure to tag us on Instagram. Our links are going to be down in the show notes. Let us know what your favorite takeaways are. We want to know. We want to see that you're tuning in. And I hope you enjoy. Absorb all of that goodness. Soak it up and get activated. Yay! Oh my goodness! I'm so, so, so excited for this interview. I have on my beautiful friend, Melissa who is a divine quantum galactic healer queen and just all the goodness. And I'm so excited for her to bring her magic and her wisdom to the Truth Alchemy podcast. How are you today? I'm excited. I'm very good. Thank you. As you were doing that beautiful intro, just lit some sage for all the good vibes. I'm excited. Oh, yes. Amazing. So to start things off, can you tell us more about who you are and the medicine that you bring to the world? Who am I? What a loaded question. But I love it because I love what I do. So my name is Melissa Bates, as you know, and I am a divine channel. And the magic that I bring to this world is really expanding the wealth of the world as well as expanding divine spiritual gifts and sitting in the space of making money for doing what you freaking love. And I literally wanted to say fucking, but I was like, I don't know if I could curse on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Just doing what you love and just receiving all the blessings for it. We just get to be us. We just get to be supported and loved on by the universe. And we get to love on other people as well as ourselves. So that's a very small intro, but that is me in a nutshell. And you'll learn more about me as we go through it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, so juicy. I'm here for all of it. Love, love, love. So how did you get started on this journey? Because I'm sure it's not like uh, you just knew from the very beginning, I'm a divine channel and like, this is my purpose. So can you walk us through a little bit on your awakening path, I guess, and like how you got into the knowing that this is your purpose? So how that happened was, there was a point where I was just in my life and things weren't going as I liked it, as I, as I wanted, as I liked. And I just started kind of tuning into like, I know there has to be more for me. I know there has to be more for me. And I feel like as I did that, it gave the universe that okay to be like, all right, let's awaken her. Let's get her all the things. So I really, it really started by me being called to heal myself. And I, I actually jumped into a membership. It was like a healing membership. And that led me to light language because the female that I mentored with had a light language healing in there. I didn't know anything about light language, of course, of course, but I was so drawn to it, so connected to it. So I started reaching out to her, started following her 
And then I was just like, you know what? I feel like this is what I need to do. I already had a business there, not spirits at all, just like helping females build their businesses. And when I brought light language onto that, everything just like shifted in the most beautiful way because it was like, I always felt there was a missing piece of my business, but I just didn't know what it was. And it was that beautiful spiritual side of me. And when I look at my business then, and I will look at it now, I'm just like living in paradise with my business compared to like living in <laughs> a deserted island with my business. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Big oh my gosh. I love that so much. Just the visual of a deserted island or paradise. Yeah, and I think that's so important, right, is to actually build a business where it feels true to you. And I love how when you're ready for it, God's source, divine universe will always guide you to the places and the people you need to get to. And it's just like a little inkling. It's not going to be like light language is what you're meant to do, but it's going to be like, here's a little practice. Here's a little healing audio. You listen to it and it's like, oh my gosh, everything makes sense. So with that said, can you tell us a little bit more as to what light language is? For our listeners here, perhaps they might be new to the concept or maybe they might have heard of it. They might have even heard of light language. But I know it's something that I, I know for myself, the first time I heard it, I was like, what is this thing? It's so cool, but it's so weird. Like, what is this? Actually, my first experience was, um, I think like, in one of my psychedelic experiences where a light language dialect came through and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? So please tell us more about what is light language. And I guess like to build upon it, you know, what are words like light codes, light language? Like, are they the same thing? Like, what is it? Okay. All right, let's get into it. So when it comes to light language, we'll start with light language. So light language is, it's a healing modality and you can kind of think of it similar to Reiki, but it's, it's, at a higher divine capacity of what it truly does to your DNA and your cellular coding. So when we think of light language and light codes, when someone is speaking light language, they are filtering light codes to you. And codes, we are naturally coded. Our DNA is naturally coded. You can think of codes as our cells. So it's like, it would if I changed it, it would be like, I'm giving you light cells, <laughs> basically. But it's like, we use the the, the verbiage of coding. So when these light codes come into you from these light language transmissions, it's activating your cellular DNA back into the old original DNA that humans had when we first came to this beautiful earth. And that DNA was so powerful. It was so expansive. It was like manifestors on manifestors on manifestors that are creating water and trees and mountains and all the things that we used to do back in the day. But as you know, we came into this matrix our DNA cellular coding has changed. So light language is this gift to humanity to reestablish these high level codes within humanity, to know that there's so much more for everyone, to know that they can achieve anything that they desire. So for example, our cells, they might be dormant. So for, we'll, take it to, we'll take it to the money. So if we have a, a, a strand of dormant wealth, our money's not going to be very expansive in our life, in our businesses. But if we actually come into using healing modalities like light language, we can actually take these codes and filter them into our cellular DNA, which expands our cells, which allows ourselves to receive more, which allows ourselves to 
connect with the vibrations of money more. So our cells are like, you can think of them as like little antennas, little like, hey, I'm ready for this. Hey, I'm ready for this. So once again, when our cells are, you can think of them as like black, dark and dormant. You're not sending off very many signals to say, I'm ready for this. When you're receiving the light codes and expanding your cells, you're sending all the different signals to the universe. Like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. So then coming back to my example of healing, my coding for my, my spiritual growth, for my light language, it was dormant. But when I went through the coding, when I went through the healing, it allowed my cells to lighten and expand. And our cells are aligned to our contracts. So when our cells are amplifying and opening, so if we're trying to amplify a money contract and we're doing that healing, we can spark it. So that's what I did by receiving light language and healing. You, so... I want to say this because I don't want to be like, oh my God, I just need light language to heal. No, when you're healing and taking the time to do the shadow work, you're still actively expanding your, your cellular DNA. But when light language comes in, it comes in very quickly. And that's why a lot of people have a lot faster transformations within um, using healing with light language. That was a long spiel. <laughs> I love the spiel and yeah, like what you just said there around the power of energy. It's like this epiphany that I had last year, you know, we can work at the mind level and we can work at the body level. Both of them work together to shift our energetic field. However, the reverse effect is instantaneous where you come in through energy first and it's like body, mind, boom, instantly. And so, yeah, yeah, they work both ways, but you know, the power with energetic modalities like light language is like, it goes fast and I think the coolest thing is like you don't even need to know like you don't need to go like oh where is this exact cell this like coding that needs to be activated what is the story that needs to change it's like boom okay I feel different (laughs) exactly and then when it comes from light codes say if there's like you know 10 people receiving the same transmission every single body's every single one is going to take their higher self, their soul is going to take exactly what they need and they're going to shift exactly what they need so even when I'm doing light language everyone is experiencing something different which is so beautiful and expansive in that way too yeah yeah that's so beautiful i think yeah that just goes to show too like we're all on our unique paths and even if it's the same modality the same experience what you will take out of it how you will heal is going to be specific and unique to you and exactly what you need so when it comes to you know these light codes like these beams that we're sending to our DNA, like where does it come from exactly? Like, is it just something that originates from source? Like, is it that some people have the capacity to be a channel? Is it that everybody can be a channel if they do have the desire to activate it? Like, how does that work? I know one of my greatest questions when I first heard light language is like, can I do that too? Like, how do I even begin? Like, is this something that is within me? So, I know that we kind of spoke about this a little bit, but yes, it is. But so this is the thing. Everyone, we have contracts when we come to this world. So for my contract, I was like, I want to do light language. I want to spread it out. I want to help other people activate their light language. Some people don't choose those contracts. Some people just choose to be a channel or some people choose to heal in different ways. It's not saying that if that's not your contract, you can't switch to that because also we have many different layers of star seeds. So some are new, some are Um, in the medium ages, some are really old and ancient. Um, And 
it's more of the ones that are really old and ancient that come already with all these high level contracts and the younger star seeds come into play and see and they're like oh light language feels kind of good i want to tune i want to attune to that so yes you 100 percent can attune to light language if you're really called to it and you want to go down that avenue when it comes to where we're receiving the codes from it honestly works on what energies were we're connecting and aligning to. So for example, I work with a lot of different energies, um, but if your makeup is more angelic, then you're gonna receive more of the angelic codes. If you're angelic and Octarian, you're gonna see a mixture of both. If there's some codes that need to come from God consciousness energy to activate you because you have contracts with um, this divine energy, then you're gonna receive that as well. So it just, it's it's it depends on your own um makeup and your own uh, kind of connection with the different energies. So for me, I probably wouldn't be receiving a bunch of Mintuckin codes because that's not my makeup. But for me, I'm Octurian and I work with a lot of other different energies. So Octurian codes are just going to be like coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. Um, so this literal question is coming up. Well, how do you know if I'm here to speak light language? <laughs> You just know, I'm just going to say that because if you ever interact with it, you're going to be so called to it. It's going to be on your mind and you're just going to not be able to go away from it. That's how honestly, most of the females that I teach, um, light language, you are just like, I'm so drawn to it. I have no idea what it really is, but I just feel so connected to it. And that was the same for me. I was just like, oh, I just feel like this was the missing piece. So tuning into you, my sweet Ella, you already do light language. You already know that all of your beautiful coffee transmissions, that's light coding because light codes don't just come in like speaking it, which I'll give you all a little sample in a minute, um, but they come through our voice too. Some people choose to do light language strictly through the voice. Some choose to just write it out and in English or whatever language they're speaking. Codes come through words, songs, art. Um, so it doesn't just have to be the way that I do it. It comes in many different forms. So yes, you are already doing it. And I know that your mudras are already on too, because sometimes they pop out. So light language also comes in mudras, which is basically just moving your hands and transmitting a transmission. If you ever chose to speak light language, it's 100% in your field, um, but it's just your choosing in the space of like, you know what, I want to come down this alley. Um, but for now, you're, you're already doing it through the beautiful word of English. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I, I mean, personally, I definitely feel that draw towards light language. And I think it's just so beautiful because it can be expressed in so many different ways, like you said. And, you know, depending on what your makeup is, um, and also I think just like who you are in this lifetime as a human, you are going to have this unique signature that's going to probably land in a different way and bring different healing and different epiphanies for people. So that's what I love so much about this. Um, one thing that I would love to explore more with you, because as you said it, I'm like, oh, of course we have to talk about this, star seeds. Okay, so <laughs> what exactly is a star seed? Because, you know, like people like you and I, we identify as being one, but for some other people, it might be like, oh, what is that? Kind of intriguing. My soul's like, oh, this is kind of cool. But like, also, what is it? Like, how do you define a star seed and how does someone like figure out if they are one? So anyone that's like really called to just, well, this is the thing, star seeds have so many different things to do. So I wanted to, as you were talking, I was actually wanted to um, go through this example. So when we're listening to these beautiful high level singers and you get the chills, 
those are light codes that you're receiving. They're activating things in your body. Um, so it's also important to pay attention to what type of music you're listening to. Um, but that's a star seed right there too. Star seeds come in many different forms. So when it comes to a star seed, a star seed is basically a soul that has come from another star galaxy that has come to earth to volunteer to help humanity shift and evolve. So basically for me, giving myself an example as my giving myself as an example, I'm an Arcturian soul. So I came from the constellation of Butes. That's where Arcturus, the star Arcturus is. I came from there down to the earth and I've been here many freaking times. Your girl just keeps coming and coming and coming. So I have so much to do, um, but that is me. So that's what a star seed is. So star seeds have different makeup. So Arcturian, Lyra, Palladian, Nantucket, um, the Marian star seeds, there's many different types and we're all gonna have different traits, but the underlining thing is we're all here to do the same thing is shift humanity. When you look at star seeds that are from Lyra, there are more the ones that are in the media that are here to really show people that you can live in a different lifestyle and have more that you want. Um, and when it comes to Arcturian star seeds, we're, we're really all about coming deeper into our heart and really healing deep levels of healing, deep, 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 deep levels of healing. So Opturians, which my Opturians are like, let's talk more about us. <laughs> Opturians are like, they're like the starseed wranglers uh, because they're the closest one. Well, no, Palladians are the closest ones to the planet, but the Opturians really are around earth a lot, many different places. So when they're like, oh, this starseed's ready to wake up, they're like, ping, 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 ping. And I know this might get a little bit too out there for people, but Octarians do have a star ship that is very close to Earth. So in our dream time, dream state, we, we travel there and they help us activate. They help us heal. They help us upgrade. Um, and then we come back. So I know I when I and if you are interested in that, I definitely recommend the book. We are the Octarians and it goes through all of that, it goes through all the different star seeds. It goes through just understanding this whole concept at a higher capacity. And that really brought it all together for me too. So I definitely recommend that book. Um, but hold on, Arcturians are coming through. So the Arcturians want people to know that the identifying as a star seed is just taking on the title and taking on the role of stepping up for your soul mission. Whenever you're like, I'm a starseed, it's like you're starting to claim, like, I'm here to do more. I'm here to do more. And that's when you start seeing people identifying as a starseed. There's also light workers as well. Light workers are different from starseeds. Light workers are more of the humans on the earth that are really high level consciousness that are also like, I want to help humanity, but I'm not from a different galaxy. <laughs> so that's what you would consider a light worker compared to a starseed. And then the next one, is earth angel, which basically an earth angel can be of the human descent or of a different kind of like galaxy descent as well. Um, that's the mist of star seeds, earth angels and light workers. Yeah, I hope that made sense. <laughs> that totally does. And it's so funny, like whenever I'm in your energy and as you speak, and I guess like the information, the energy coming through, like I'm just feeling like all kinds of tingles and like weird energetic ripples all over me. So that's happening on this end. Um, yeah, I, 
what was the thing that I was going to say? Now I'm, like, so excited I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, the moment that you're saying, you know, like, coming from a different star system and all that, like, I started to feel that in my body because that was one of my experiences, too, of, like, having that full body knowing and, like, crying, like, I came from a different star. You know, I'm here to help humans because I love humans. So, like, the way that you articulated that, I was like, ooh, that hits my heart deep. <laughs> And you are, you come so deeply from the heart space. Like you are just, that's what I always loved about you. You're just so purely intensely connected to just everything. <laughs> and it's just, you're so open with it, which is so beautiful. And what you're feeling right now is whenever there's any high level being in my energy, they're like, let's work on her. Let's do some upgrades. So that's what you're getting right now. <laughs> Yay, I'm so, I'm so grateful. <laughs> Extra cherry on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're talking about, you know, soul mission and stepping into that, I think something that comes up for people very often is like, for example, you're like waking up to the realization, okay, I am a star seed or I am an earth angel or I am a light worker. And you're like, okay, aside from being an everyday human, like making money, having a loving relationship, taking care of my home, loving my pets, like aside from the daily human things, I have this big soul mission this big collective mission and i feel like sometimes it can be overwhelming so how do you balance the two like how do we balance that divine soul mission while also going like i'm here for a human experience and i guess specifically also how do we balance the work that we're here to do for the collective and what we're here to experience as a soul just living a human experience Give me all the loaded questions today, girl. <laughs> so what I want to say, the immediate thing that comes to is one, starting to understand what type of lifestyle you want to live. Because the more that you understand what type of lifestyle you're going to live, you're also going to start hitting and expanding your contracts of what you're here to do. So for me, when I was living this lifestyle that I did not want to live, I wasn't accessing my soul contracts. My soul contracts are very expansive. But in order to get to all of these, I had to start shifting to see how I actually wanted to live. My big mission here is really to elevate wealth. I wasn't sitting in wealth. I was sitting in, woe me, I'm the victim. I have no money. So it's like, well, how am I going to teach from that? By me getting to this space of my soul mission, it was me simply starting to manifest and seeing what life I wanted to live, seeing what life was out there for me, seeing that just because I grew up this way, I could also live this way. So that started my trajectory. This is, it's different for everyone, just kind of depending on what you're doing. But I would say the biggest thing of balancing your mission and just being in that the human world as well is bringing them together. Because I, what I see and the biggest struggle is so many people are like, this is my human existence. This is my spiritual existence. I can't show anybody this. And they're just living these two different worlds. And the merge, when it comes together, it makes it so much easier. And it's like tuning into the space of like, your spiritual business is not outside of you. It is you at the core. So when we're in the space of like, I can't allow people to see my spiritualness or my spiritual gifts or the crystals and all the woo-woo. You're saying that people aren't worthy of seeing your full self. And that brings so much disconnect from living the highest level human experience aligned with the soul experience. The reason that we come here is to live both experiences together in union. 
When we heal, we bring that union together. And when we start to notice that it's okay to experience the spiritual side, the human side, that's also when all of our beautiful um, soul gifts, soul contracts start aligning because it becomes easier for us. So the biggest thing what's coming through as well is so many people are having a disconnect from their spiritual gifts is because they are afraid to show who they are. They're afraid of what people are going to think of them. And the underlining thing is if you are in that space right now, it's coming to the term of, but if I really show all of me, I get to live a higher level life. And I get to change a lot of fucking lives too. So it's like, maybe it's that one grandma or auntie that's just like, what are you doing? But it's like, are you going to let that one or two, one, one or two people distract you from this massive, beautiful, high level life? And us as lightworkers, star seeds, earth angels, we are moving into the space of being massively wealthy, massively wealthy, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to get this beautiful money into the hands of love into the hands of grace and peace and harmony to shift our world as we enter deeper into the age of Aquarius, which we're already in it, but we're, we got to do the work to get to the purity of it. So that was the kind of explanation of if you want to balance, the easiest way to balance is to knowing that you are safe to be you, you are safe to experience this. And when you're having these little inkles of like, I want to heal, or I want to try this, or I want to read this, start to follow it. Cause that's the universe guiding you. That's your team guiding you. That's the angels like send, throw in little pieces of candy or pie or bacon, whatever you like at you. You're just like, cause that's what they did to me. That's so what they did to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'll say in that space. I love it. They're like tempting you with like apple pie. It's like, what is that? I want it. <laughs> exactly. That feels good. Oh, yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I, I love the way that you put that together, that union, right? It's not either or. It's not like I got to be this way in front of these people. I got to be like this to like this other group of people. Um, one thing that I always speak on is in Kundalini yoga one of the core foundational principles that we have or like the mantra is satnam which means truth is my identity when we speak to the true identity this definition that i read once like really stuck with me is that our true identity is the union between the infinite and the finite and i was like ooh, like that is so true because that is the true self the true self isn't just la 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 i'm spiritual so like i'm better than you humans it's not like oh i'm just a human but it's that integration of the two and i think you know all of this work around healing around coming home to yourself it's all about wholeness and wholeness is union wholeness is not this or that no i agree with that so damn yeah. powerful but i think it takes us a long time to get to that because we don't feel safe being us just even in the human existence <laughs> So it's like even coming to that of like, how can I tune deeper into safety um, to allow this? this and, and this is the thing. It's like our, our spiritual side, it's just light. That's what we're allowing more in. We're just allowing more light and light and light in our bodies as we say yes and yes and yes to more. Yes to ourselves. Um, ourselves. Ourselves. I said self, but cells came out. <laughs> But I'm like, literally, you're saying yes to yourselves, too. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And like my, my legs are still like doing their funny like twitching thing at the same time. So one thing that I want to talk about now is wealth and money because you touched upon that on your journey. And I know it's something that you love. So for our listeners here who don't know, Melissa inspired me to buy this beautiful money rug. <laughs> And now sits under my desk and she has a super cool meditation corner also with her money rug. So can you walk us through a bit about your journey with wealth and money? <laughs> I love your expression. Because you said, you're like, you're like, I know this is my contract, but it took me a while to really step into that. So what was that journey like for you? I was like, girl, how long do you want this podcast to be? <laughs> but excuse me, the biggest thing is I came from a single, living with my mom, amazing mom, single parent, me and my sister, saw her working two, two, three jobs, four jobs, just trying to put food on our table. And this is a distinct memory that I have for myself. It's like, we were going to McDonald's as a young child and she bought my sister and myself food, but she didn't buy her food because she could not afford it. But back then I didn't, you know, tune all into that. But it was just like, we couldn't afford the simple ability to live and eat at the highest capacity. And that was my normal. So when I grew up and came to age, I thought, okay, well, I should probably have three jobs to make sure that I have enough, always, always enough. Coming from my background, I always wanted to have enough, but I didn't know how to make enough in one job. I only knew because that was my story. That was my ancestral line. That was my mom's line. Always more than one job always more than one job. So that's what I did from like 18 years old, all the way to like 30, 30 was like the first time that I had one job. <laughs> and when I sat in that, I was like, whoa, one job is pretty nice. I can get used to this. But so my path was not really having a lot of money. Like in, in high school, we were homeless for probably like one year. Um, we luckily lived with my sister's best friends um, they're her, the mom's parents, which was very nice. So we were lucky in that aspect, but money always like came in, flow out, came in, flow out, came in, flow out. It was never consistent, never consistent. And I remember there was one beautiful time where we went to, my sister and I went to Woodstock 99. Um, my mom, I was 14. My sister was 19. She put us on a bus and we went and I was on the bus and I was like, fuck, I'm probably going to die after this. Cause this is really too good. That's literally what I thought. That was my money story. It was that intense where I was like, this is too good to happening. I must have cancer. I, I was like feeling my neck, like, oh my God, like that was how intense money was for us growing up. So I never thought I could, I could have a business to sustain me. I never thought I could literally go buy a fucking Mercedes. Never, ever, ever, ever. Um, but that is my reality now. So what I did was I went through the process of healing my money because we come in with a lot of ancestral trauma around money. And usually most of the time when we're struggling with money, it's because our ancestors are like, hey, help us release this, help us heal this. And then it opens up our path. And the reason it's like this is because the next generation is gonna come in to get on mission very quick, have money to supply, but we're doing that. And the thing is, a lot of these contracts were already supposed to be healed and cleared, but our family, our parents, our grandparents were like, no, no, no. So us, we're in a very beautiful, enlightened time of healing and expansion. So we get it. And that's why we're doing the work. So I got it. 
I met with my healer and she's like, oh, you stepped up to heal a lot of money contracts. I didn't know what that was then, but I do now. <laughs> I do now. And when it comes to building that wealth, I want to say the first thing is if you're struggling with money, it's important to tune in to see if you are here to heal your ancestral contracts. And I feel the easiest way to do that is just rubbing your hands together, putting your heart, putting them on your heart and just simply saying like, am I here to heal like money trauma for my ancestors and see what you get. And Ella, what did you get? Cause she's doing it right now. Like a big fucking yes. <laughs> It was like, I was like, before you even ask the question, it's like, do you really have to ask this question? Like, duh, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, but this is the thing, just that knowing will set you free. Just that knowing is going to bring different things in your life to heal. Just that knowing. And, and what really happened for me is when I brought on my spiritual gifts in my business, I went from like making like $500 a month to like $4,000 a month. The next month it went straight down. Because your ancestors are like, you got a little taste of it. Now it's time to heal. And when I started making money, I started feeling scared of it coming in. And I was like, no, money should feel good when it's coming in. And that really boosted me to start getting into different mentorships and, and healing my money story. And I think I've probably been in about five now. <laughs> but it's like every layer got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And when I knew I wanted to start hitting the five figures and six figures, then I was called to a mentor that was already doing that so that I could help heal at a higher capacity. So the biggest thing with right now, wherever you are in your money story, it's important just to take a deep breath in and let's do this together. And just accepting where you are and knowing that you're perfectly fine right here. And that this reflection of your money story, if you're not feeling into it, if you're not liking it, it's just a reflection of your beautiful divine ancestors. And they're just asking you to step up so that you can have more. So right now, making that choice to say, I choose to have more is going to open up. You might even start getting different money just by simply saying that phrase, because that is giving a symbol to the universe to say, I'm ready please align me to what I get to do to heal this because I want to live this big lifestyle. So now fast forward from like my past to now, it's like I have this beautiful five-figure business that's elevating. Hey, um, I've bought my Mercedes. I have my new apartment that I love. Um, well, it's, it's an intermingling apartment because I know I get to have bigger, <laughs> but I do love it because it is housing me and it's showing me that I was able to do it. And I wanna come back to that five figure business that I have because within this beautiful business world that we live in, it's like, oh, get the six figures. So when I got the five figures, I didn't feel worthy. I still didn't feel worthy. Isn't that crazy? Because I was like, I don't have the six figures. I don't feel worthy. How am I here to teach people about money? How am I here to teach people about business? It's important to also every time as you're elevating and healing and going through this journey, be so grateful for where you are. Now, when I look at my sick five-figure business, I'm like, fuck yes. But before I was conditioned to say, that's not enough. That's not good enough. And by me not celebrating those five figures, I was not even opening up to actually having six figures because it's important for us to celebrate the money that we have. And actually today, what I'm doing this weekend, and I'm going to do it on Instagram, is 
I'm tuning into how money is spoiling me today. And I'm like, whatever I pay money today, I'm going to say thank you. Even getting fucking gas, being able to move in my car, that's money spoiling me. Buying groceries, that's money spoiling me. Buying, and, and it's like, oh, I just need money to pay my bills. But it, we forget that these bills that we're paying are also helping us keep this beautiful lifestyle. A roof over our head, lights on, heat. That's money spoiling us still. It's coming back to the understanding of money is always there supporting us, but it's just coming into the space of how much are we going to allow in to support us? I used to say, I just want enough. And that's what I had, but not anymore. <laughs> Girls like, I want more than enough. I want the overflow on the overflow on the overflow because we get to do so much more with that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is so good. I'm like, I feel like I'm wealthier and more and more abundant, richer by the second, just listening to you talk. <laughs> I'm like, Melissa, please tell me bedtime stories every night. <laughs> you are wealthy. You are wealthy, Ella. Yeah. You are building your millions right now. I should, <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is... That is all so good. Like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I wrote some points down, but I'm just there like, oh my gosh, like, this is so good. And I feel honestly, like, you know, selfishly saying, like, I feel like what you were saying was just like divinely directed at me at the same time, because I'm just like, like, I'm feeling all of those points so deeply. The first point about healing ancestrally and actually understanding what we carry in our bodies and our DNA when it comes to wealth and money is huge. And that's why for a very long time, you know, when I started like three years ago trying to look at money, I'm just there like, I am wealthy. I am a money magnet. Money loves me. And inside it's like, bullshit, no, no, no. Like we can't go there. No, this is not safe. Stop it. And so it, it didn't work until you know, the past year of actually really understanding, wait a minute, I started to hear the way my mom spoke about money in a different way. And I was like, oh, wow, this is where a lot of it comes from. So I started asking her, wait, can you tell me about your childhood? Tell me about grandma. How did, what was her relationship with money? And it was like, boom, all the stories, the lineage, the healing that needed to be done was revealed. And I think this is so huge because, you know, sometimes we can be in the space around money and wealth where it's like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. I'm saying the mantras, I'm journaling, I'm saying I'm a money magnet, but money's not showing up. <laughs> it's like I'm burning my incense, like what am I supposed to do? But is that understanding that there's so much deeper, like there's healing that needs to be done. And I love what you said by us accepting that we're on this path to heal our lineage, we're set free. That's exactly what I've been experiencing too, because exactly what you said, like all my life, like I've had, I've been okay, but it never felt like it was enough. Truly, no matter what amount I made, no matter what money we had, and it was the story of my parents and the generations before, never enough, never enough, until now it's like, I'm at the lowest I've ever been, but I'm like, I get to actually rebuild my sense of enoughness from here. Exactly. And it's just like, I, yeah, I'm just so excited because these are the types of conversations that are so activating and healing and is going to expand our collective wealth. Girl. <laughs> and you can tell, you can tell the shift of energy. I, when I first started healing my money story and talking about it, I felt bad. I felt guilty because I was like, oh, people are just going to think I'm greedy. But I was like, I love talking about money so much. 
And it's like more people should know about this. And, and that's like that one of the, it's literally the hugest contract I've come in is to create that beautiful. And we're not just creating wealth, we're creating generational wealth. That's what we're tuning so deeply into. And like you said, the power of knowing and seeing your story in the old story, it all starts to make sense. It's like, oh, of course, of course. Like even this is just a random insert but my on my dad's side I think it was my great-grandpa or great-great-grandpa he was not very good with money in the space of it was very dirty money and his wife saw him get killed with having a lot of money so that was in me too of like a lot of money is bad we can't do that no 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 you stop death Money, money brings death. Stop. So I was holding that in. I was holding that in. And it's just these little things that kind of put into play of like how you can't shift to that next level because everyone's trying to get to the next level, but it's like, um, so we want to, we want to leave that there. But as you were talking, I also want to insert the energy with money money is a, a high level energy, a high level vibration. So we can even attune to money with our vibration, with our energy. The more that we heal, we have a higher level of energy to shoot out into the universe for the divine energy of money to feel us. So the mantras, I am wealthy. I'm a money magnet. It's also paying attention to the energy you're putting in it. If it's like, I'm wealthy, I'm a money magnet. No, it's like feeling it. I am wealthy. I am a money magnet. I am fucking on fire with money. Money just overflows to me all freaking day. Money is coming to me right freaking now. And getting to the point where you're like, yes, money is coming to me right freaking now. That's going to shift because so many people are doing affirmations, but they're not believing in it. So they're just saying things. And they're obviously, obviously putting the spells out in the universe, but you can quicken quicken it by putting the energy behind it so it's also knowing that the energy behind the money is just as important um even with the simple ability of like going to the store and being like oh thank you money you don't have to say it out loud when you're like paying the teller but you're like oh thank you money but it's like, <laughs> but it's like even in your head just like taking that simple breath in like thank you for having more than enough not just enough more than enough to pay for this yeah, so I want yeah. to tune into that too. Yeah, for sure. The energetic piece is huge. And I think that's the difference between the mind and like the embodiment of it, right? Actually feeling it because a lot of the times, you know, we're like, well, so-and-so I read in this book that like to be rich, I got to like just say it and then it's going to work. But it's not about what you do, but it's about how are you doing it? Who are you as you're doing it? It's the energetic piece that actually makes things work. And I love what you said there too, even before of just like the small shifts we can begin to make to step into wealth today. Because sometimes exactly. we're like, when I have more money, then I can be grateful. When I have more money, then I can celebrate. But it's literally as simple as reframing, you know, as you're paying for something. Because I know like for the longest time in my life, no matter how much money I had, no matter how, what the amount of the purchase was or like what I was actually receiving in exchange, it was like, oh, like, oh. Like, oh no, I have to give, oh no, it's gonna be gone. And it was just this very contractive scarcity energy versus now it's like, for me being very conscious of like, yes, like even though it's not an investment, it's like, I see it as an investment, right? If I'm buying something that makes me feel good, that's going to add to my state of being, that's going to support my health, my stability and everything, my business and personal growth and healing, 
that's an investment and it's a totally different energy that we get to be in and you know the coolest thing is like it's the same interaction you're paying a certain amount of money in exchange for something but your experience of that transaction that exchange is completely different agreed so agreed with that and it's like even taking it to the next level of like the investment is my expansion oh you know how much i pay for my expansion let me tell you it's a different energy um, because you're you're one inviting expansion you're one inviting just the ease around money and the normalcy of like oh of course i'm going to pay for this to expand myself why wouldn't i pay for this to expand myself um when i first invested it was hard <laughs> It was like, where is my money going to? Am I going to be able to get it back? And I think the biggest thing, the biggest piece around that was like, I didn't trust myself with investing in myself. It wasn't me not trusting the other person. It was me putting all of this projectedness from my inner on the other person. But in all reality, whenever I'm making investment, it's me. My coach, my mentor is not doing the work for me. It's me. If I'm not showing up, it's me. It's not my mentor. It's me. We get to do the work. And I think one other thing that I want to say with money is when we do money work, it's not just, I did it for a month, I'm good. No, this is a relationship that we're building. Like money is our BFF. I'm always in a consistent relationship with money. Maybe I'm not manifesting every single day, but it's like, I'm paying attention to looking at my bank account or like, oh, celebrating a transaction that came in, or maybe it's a big purchase that I made. It's like that relationship is still always being intermingled in our life. And I feel like that's the biggest thing when people come to work on their money, they're like, I did it, I did the program. Where is it? I'm like, are you still doing it? Are you still doing the steps? Are you still, they're like, oh. I'm like, yeah, girl, I started, I started money mentor, like not, I started getting mentored for money. I wanna say last year sometime, I don't remember, maybe the beginning of the year, but I still do it. I'm still working on my money because every level that I want to get to, it takes work. It's not just like, I'm done. But I, I also enjoy it because we get to attune to these higher levels. And the biggest thing is the journey that we're saying that we're worthy of to get there as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's such an important point. That's with so many things, like especially our relationship with money. It's not a done once and done and done forever. It's the yeah. same thing as I speak to around identity work, right? When it's like, well, I did the journaling, I did the thing, like, okay, like I'm done. But it's like, no, like we're continuously evolving. We're continuously growing in who we are. We're continuously expanding in our relationship with money, which means the work needs to be put in doesn't have to be work in the sense of like, it's gonna be painful, but it's like, it's a commitment. It's a devotion ongoing, not like a, okay, checked off the boxes, what's next? <laughs> but it's true, even on a societal level, like us going through school, it was always like, do your assignment, turn it in, you're done. Do your assignment, you're done. Do your assignment, you're done. All these different topics. Now they're just like tuning into the consistent of it, the consistency of like one topic. So we weren't even like, you know, attuned to that, but now we're shifting so much so yeah yeah absolutely oh my goodness i am just feeling so activated in my wealth and my power and like all the things i was having like a bit of a lower day today but honestly now i'm like i can do anything <laughs> <laughs> i love it so before we close off will you be able to give us a taste of what light language is all about 
100%. So let me just tune in. We're going to do wealth, of course. They're like, yeah. they're like, why are you tuning in? You know you're going to do a transition <laughs> on wealth. I'm like, I'm just checking. <laughs> okay, so what I want to say first and foremost is with light language, you always want to make sure that you're drinking water. So make sure if you don't have water now, drink water after. Because when the codes come in, it, girl they're detoxing your body and expanding your body and the water works as hydrating the cells the cell the cells and the cells in your business they hydrate the cells in your business oh i like that hydrate the cells in your business <laughs> so everyone take a beautiful deep breath in and we're just going to take some time to come into your heart chakra bringing some loving energy right in there just imagine your heart chakra just lit up in gold. Beautiful golden energy in your heart chakra just starting to transmute from you to the universe. Just lighting it up, lighting it up. And now we're just going to take the time to spread this beautiful golden energy. And what I like to say is golden Christ light, but if you don't attune to the word of Christ, just golden light coming all over your body, activating your cells, hydrating your cells, expanding your cells. Now we're gonna bring in beautiful, just earth wealth, because the, the, the earth is very wealthy. And we forget that. The earth is very, very, very wealthy. Taking a beautiful deep breath in here. And just attuning your body to higher levels of wealth attuning your body to open to receive and just shaking up those beautiful divine portals of money getting stagnant energy out of them elevating them opening them and now dropping in beautiful beautiful divine blessings and just taking a moment here taking a big breath in and now we want you to take that breath and pull it down to your sacral chakra, which is right in your pelvic area. Your creative center, another one of your financial centers. And if you're called to it, just starting to rotate your body in a circle, just moving and awakening that sacral chakra energy, awakening that flow. Continuously awakening that sacral chakra and feeling that energy. You're going to feel your body just kind of getting more juicy. And if you feel turned on energy, totally fine because 
That is your sacral chakra waking up. That is your sacred pleasure waking up. And your sacred pleasure is so connected to divine money. And just bringing your body back to just neutrality, just coming right in the center. And if your body still wants to shake, a shake or spin, totally just letting it do, because it's just calibrating to the new energy that's coming through it. It's just awakening. Good. And taking one beautiful breath in here. And just feeling that light, feeling that joy, feeling that expansion in your body, feeling that ease, feeling that pleasure, feeling that freedom in your body. And whatever way, if you're called to move your body, move your body in whatever way you want to. But what we're doing is so much, we sit in stagnant energy and that stagnant energy creates the, the, the stagnancy in our money and in our wealth and in our flow. So the more that we get into our body, the more that we shift the energy, the more that we move our body and work out and groove and dance, we're actually calibrating to higher level abundance. And yes, I'm sure some of you might have heard abundance, the dancing, the dancing that our ancestors used to do, the dancing that our ancestors used to do to, to do ask for rain, money, Money is, is in waters. Money is in the waters. So when we move our body and we dance, we're asking and we're claiming our freedom. We're claiming our body. We're claiming our wealth. We're claiming our ancestral coding. Our ancestrals knew, our ancestors knew how to call in different things. So not only are we healing our ancestors as we go through this, but we're also inviting our ancestors to teach us and guide us to what they used to do as well to call in higher level abundance and protect the lands because that's what we're calling. That's what we're being called to. The more money we have, the more money we get to put in to protect our divine mother earth, mother Gaia. And that's why money is within her. Money is within the waters. Take a deep breath in here. And we have one little transmission to close this off. And this is just a beautiful transition, transmission from the divine angels. Filtering high level wealth coding inside of your heart chakra. Hi and what's coming through is remember this and remember what we did today remember you simply dropping into your body more to receive to receive to receive and your ancestors are calling you to heal them, to shift your wealth, to shift their wealth as they return to do more for this earth, allowing yourself to know that another part of your mission is to be wealthy. And the more that you allow yourself to accept that, the more you're gonna be called to shift your money story at a higher divine capacity. Hi, -oh. Yeah, 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 yeah.
I'm just thanking all the beautiful divine ancestors of the light, divine angels, divine octarians, divine God consciousness energy for showing up today. Divine wealth is wealth. And I love that because we ended on 55, which is like abundance. It's like, it's abundant. It's okay. So it's not abundance, but it's major shifts happening. So whenever I see 55, I'm like, yes, change that money story. Yes. How are you feeling, sweet Ella? <laughs> oh, so, so good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just feeling so grateful. That was beautiful. And I'm just feeling all the energetic ripples and healing and i'm sure you saw like at some points like the whatever that was like it just kind of came through and i went along with it um so yeah thank you so much for that so beautiful love that i love Yay. that did you receive any special downloads for yourself through that not anything in particular but more so just like this feeling of confirmation and knowing i guess it, it was kind of like a download but just like an embodied knowing of like i'm on the right path like everything that you were saying in the transmission and even before in our conversation is just really landing for where i'm at on my journey for the healing that has been happening and continues to take place so it was more so like this embodied like confirmation and reassurance of like you're good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You have so much to do with wealth here too. That's part yeah. of your divine mission. Yeah. yeah, I totally feel that as well. Yay, so good. Okay, so before we wrap up, I have three questions that I want to finish this off with. The first one is, what does it mean for you to fully embody your true self? Ah! <laughs> It means living the best fucking life ever. And it just means having anything and everything that I desire at my fingertips. And it also means just seeing so many beautiful community members around me activate to their next level. And that just feels so fucking good to my soul. I embody myself for other people to embody themselves. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. I love all of that. And if you could go back in time to any period of your life, it's like, you know, childhood, teens, early 20s, mid-20s, when you're 30, whatever it is, um, and you could say one thing to yourself, could be anything, what would you say? I think I would go back to myself, maybe in elementary, and say that you are beautiful and perfect just the way that you are. Um, I feel like everything happened for me for a reason. Um, yeah, I feel like I would say that to her so that she could tune deeper into her truth. Yeah, yeah. Yes, love, love, love. So good. So final question here is where can our listeners here today find you, connect with you, hang out with you, get in on your work? I'm sure after that transmission, everyone's like, I want more of this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so you can find me on Instagram at Melissa B Bates underscore. You can find me on TikTok at Melissa B Bates. Um, I'm on YouTube. I have transmissions on there as well. Uh, website, melissabbates.com. Um, when it comes to beautiful money work, I have a divine program called the Instant Money Recode. And that's all about ancestral trauma, elevating your wealth and everything that I do. That is my foundation of money program that I love so much. Um, and that's it. That is it. <laughs> Yay. 
so, so good. We'll link everything down in the show notes for everyone to check out. Melissa, you're seriously like just the most divine gift to this planet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Like, I'm just so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful for Instagram for bringing us together. I don't even know at what point, but at some point it did. And it's like been such a blessing. So thank you for your time, your energy, your story, like just the coats, like everything. Like, thank thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you for having me, my love. And I, I agree. You have always been such a beautiful divine highlight on my Instagram, my love. Yeah. (laughs) My love, thank you so much for hitting play today, coming on to hang out with me and tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This helps more beautiful souls like you find this podcast and it would mean the absolute world to me. If we are not yet connected over on Instagram, make sure to find me at PSMLA and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. I love you.